Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 39 of Dealing with Stupidity, where I give you life lessons that will keep people from wanting to smash your face in or hit you in the head with a bat. I'm your host, Kevin, and I'm just here to help. I promise I'm just here to help, and I think I have a little bit of B.O. happening. For questions and comments, you know the drill. Uh, please email me at dwstupidity at gmail.com. Go to the website, dealingwithstupidity.com, and hit the contact page, or through Twitter at dwstupidity. I'm going to start this episode by apologizing for all the babbling and rambling and slurring from episode 38 last week. I had a few drinks in me and was halfway in the bag when I did the episode. Very unprofessional on my part. Fun, but very unprofessional. But let's face it. I'm not going to win any awards with this podcast, so you can't really expect too much. And, uh, you know, I just had one of those weeks where nothing was going right. I wanted to record the episode two days before, but shit kept popping up and nothing was going as planned at all last week. And by Thursday, I had enough of putting it off. And midway through having a couple of drinks and doing other crap around the house, I said, fuck it. Went up to my little room uh, and proceeded to pick up my liver and my brain and... uh that's what you got. My train of thought was totally fucked up, but that's that. <laughs> I'm getting back on track, but the whole trying to release shit on Tuesdays or Wednesdays has gone to complete shit once again. So sometime Thursday is the best I can promise. Until shit starts going my way, I, I, I'm... Whenever you hear me, well, I'm going to start doing this, or I'm going to do that, it's usually bullshit. What is getting hung up over here? God almighty. Excuse me while I freak out. It was just one of those weeks. Nothing was going planned, as planned. So, so far this week isn't looking a lot better, but I'm staying away from the booze and trying my best to keep it together as... As, uh, you know, because I'm going out of town this weekend, I'm going to my sister's place, going to see her and her husband, my parents are going to be there, my fa- my brother and his wife and kids are going to meet us there, and I'm taking a keg of beer, I just, that I'm kegging here right after the podcast, that I made especially for this trip, and I'm going to relax, spend some time with the family, and everything outside of my family and friends can go fuck right off for the next couple of days, starting Friday at 5 p.m. By the way, our, if there's any home brewers out there, and you do the whole kegging thing, do you have if you have any ideas or a cheap way uh, to take a corny keg somewhere and to keep it cold, uh, please let me know at dwstupidity at gmail.com. I got a few ideas off the internet, but there's not a whole lot of feedback of how well this works or how well that works. And it looks like a whole lot of fucking <laughs> shit jobs. Um, but, you know, I grabbed one of those five-gallon igloo water coolers and got that idea. And I borrowed one from work just to see how well that does, and I'll go from there. Because I'm not going to spend money on a big ass 
Way too much shit. Anyway, any home brewers out there that do that, please shoot me an email if you have any ideas that have worked for you. Um, because some people make it fucking more difficult than it looks, or than it should be. There's, and, and there's got to be a lot. Of, there's got to be a cheaper way to do it. So anyway, this week's topic. Getting back on topic. This week's topic is going to be uh, because of last week. It's going to be about drinking during the week because uh, or since I went off the rails a little bit last week. I mean, I think I drank, not get drunk, had a few drinks every day, almost every day last week. And um, I feel like dog shit. So this is what this episode is going to be about, basically. If uh, you guys ever work with one of those dipshits or have been one of those dipshits that go, would go out on weeknights, get sloppy drunk, and then come to work the next day just completely worthless. Not only completely worthless, but smell like a bag of wet shit on top of it. And you know, what I mean by it, smell like shit on top of it, you know that stink that permeates from winos and alcoholics where the booze is seeping out of their pores they just smell like back ass and on top of that you can tell they went to a bar because even though they have clean clothes on or they're trying to mask it with perfume or something or cologne or whatever or way too much deodorant they still reek of cigarette smoke and sweaty asshole you know i'm getting you know these people but sometimes, if you're lucky enough, you work with one of those weeknight drunks that just call in sick the next day. You know, it's, it's better because you don't have to deal with their stinky, worthless ass, but they can both equally be a large pain in the ass due to the fact that the smelly one doesn't show up. <laughs> the smelly one that doesn't show up to work is fucking up the whole flow. And the smelly one that does show up is going to be complete, completely worthless, do jack shit all day, and just that fucks up the program too. Anyway, this is what I'm getting at. I'm babbling a little bit now. Anyway, I went from alcohol to coffee, so it's either slurring or babbling or slurring and babbling and blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, either one will just fuck up the whole day. Now... To clarify, not really to clarify, let me explain <clears throat> the stay-at-home drunk, or not the stay-at-home, or uh, the drunk that gets home from work, goes off the rails and starts pounding drinks, and um, start pounding drinks in their gut to pry out the last sense of happiness left in their soul so they can at least put a smile on their face when they're at home. That's me. I'm that guy. <laughs> like an idiot, I let a lot of bullshit at work bother me way too much and way too often. I used to be good at letting work stay at work. Uh, and, you know, as soon as I get in my car, boom, I let it fly. It's out of my brain. But then every so often, you get that one person or that one instance that it just sticks with you for hours and you let it eat, or I don't know about you, or I let it eat at me. And once I get in that car, I get home, it's still bothering me. 
and it can bother me for a couple of days. I just can't let it go. I'm stupid like that. Sometimes I just can't let shit go. And I think it's, it's, it's got to be a mental problem of some sort. There's something wrong with me I hadn't quite figured out yet. So when I have those days, they'll let bother me until I'm over it. And sometimes it might take a day or two. And then I have those days that other times I don't want to dwell on it or let it stay in my head any longer. So I go home. I don't want it to stay in my head any longer. So I go home, try to solve my problems by getting a few drinks in me. Now see, I'm a happy drunk. And for me, nothing puts me in a better mood than a couple of beers or a couple of drinks or some pussy. Since I have a son who is the ultimate cock blocker, I'm not getting any pussy. Or at least not until he goes to bed. That's when my chance arises. And by then, either my wife is too tired or I'm too tired. And it just becomes a hassle to do anything about it. And it's wait for the weekend time. Know where I'm getting at? I'm sure some of you have kids like that too. It's just, it, you know, they'll be super quiet. Act like they're all asleep. Oh, he's he's sleeping. Let's go ahead and put him to bed and we can get our freak on. Well, it's almost like they they know. They know when you have some free time and you give out, you're about to get your fuck on. Then they wake up and have a nightmare or this spooked them or blah, blah, blah. A little shit. <laughs> My son has a sixth sense. Sixth Sixth sense. I can't even speak. That's how stupid I am. It's it's just like he can sleep awesome two weeks in a row, but as soon as we get a little frisky, it's like he knows it. A little shit. So to combat my mood, I have to get a little happy juice in my system. <laughs> Here lately, it's been the uh, perfect cure right after work. I'll come home, change clothes, go upstairs, play a little uh, guitar, get something done around the house I've been putting off for weeks, uh, have a few drinks while I'm doing it, and for the next couple of hours, that can sometimes cheer me up. Most of the time, it cheers me up. Just get shit off my chase or my chase chest or blow off a little steam that's been building in my head I'm a happy drunk <laughs> alcohol puts me in a good mood I don't understand those people who just get filled with rage after they drink I don't understand that it's too much energy it makes me happy makes me act silly so on and so forth yes maybe I do have a problem and it works great if you do it every once in, a while, <laughs> once in a while, but you can't do it every day because by the end of the week, you're just worn out by Friday and don't feel like doing a damn thing all weekend. Let me elaborate a little bit on that. I used to be a drunk, a bad drunk, to the point where I would almost call myself a functioning alcoholic. And... I was much worse back in the day when I was a sing when I was single and shared a house with a couple of great guys, but they were potheads. And I would let shit out of my control bother me pretty damn bad almost every day and deal with it. To to deal with it, I'd go home and just get totally shit faced. I was never a big pot smoker. Not at all. I don't know why. I always liked beer and bourbon. 
back back then. So they'd get baked out of their skull. I'd get a couple of beers in me, a couple of shots of whiskey, and we'd cook out or whatever and just have a great fucking time. Well, we do that a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and that's how we dealt with shit. Well, when you're in your early 20s, you don't know any better. You got all this freedom. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Man, I had a bad day at work. It's bothering me. Well, I'm going to get high. Well, I'm gonna. you're going to get high? Well, I can't deal with you sober when you're high, so I'm going to get fucked up and solve my problems. You solve your problems. Let's, uh, let's throw some fucking meat on the grill and have at it. Sounds good. Man. The good old days. But bad habits start like that. Mm. And, you know, that's all well and good. And it's all good until the next day where you have to force your stupid ass out of bed, get your shit together, and go to work, and it's still, and, and do it all over again. And I got to the point, and some of you may be the this, this same, exact same way. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm just a mutant and I'm a fucking idiot. I got to the point by the time Friday rolled around, I was fucking worthless and didn't want to do anything all weekend but sit on my ass or sleep. I was a bum. But I learned, I want to say fairly quickly, but I didn't really learn that quickly. But here, you know, once you get married and you have more responsibilities, you realize you can't do that shit anymore. You just can't. Your body won't let you <laughs> the older you get. <laughs> so why am I telling you this? You're asking. Why are you telling me what a loser you are? I'm telling you this about how much of a loser I used to be. Well, because when it comes to this episode, I'm speaking from years of experience of being a drunken loser when I was in my early 20s. I wouldn't call me a loser. I was just, that was my idea of having fun. I was just worthless. And so from that experience, I know the way these people think from the drinker's side and from the side of the guy that gets annoyed when their coworkers or friends do this and you have to deal with their smelly asshole that comes to work the next day after having a night of destroying their liver and just being a fucking goof. Excuse all those if you can hear my hit my keyboard here. So from my experience, here's where we're going with this lesson. Going out during the week and getting hammered is just stupid and it's little league. Don't get me wrong, it seems fun at the time when you're younger, but as you get older, you start to realize what a waste of time and money it is. Motherfucker. Excuse me. I had to text the wife. Uh, you also lose, lose respect for of your coworkers and or the people you live with in the process. Getting drunk and being hungover the next day does nobody any good. Not you, not your friends, not your coworkers, nobody, nothing at all. Now, getting there is fun, but think about how much fun it is the next morning when your alarm goes off and it's more, it's, it, the alarm is more annoying than ever. Holy shit. <laughs> and you think to yourself, 
Well, goddamn, those three hours went pretty fucking fast. Then there's the decision. Should I hit snooze, skip the shower, and sleep longer, or get up and try to wash the funk off my body and at least try to fake it for the next eight to ten hours? Now, you have to make that decision while you're you're still pretty much fucked up. <laughs> and those very... Those are very tough decisions to make for someone early in the morning after your brain has been swimming in vodka for the last several hours and and is working on minimal sleep. So, of course, you choose door number one. Hit snooze and try to sleep a little longer. I'll just, when you think to yourself, I'll just throw on some clean clothes, brush my teeth, douse in <laughs> deodorant and cologne or perfume for you ladies, and be on my way and I'll feel better. Which, of course, you know or we all know who's been there, is complete horse shit that never works, but your wobbly brain doesn't know that and doesn't work that way. Logic is out the window. <sighs> this is why you're in that position in the first place, because your, sw- your brain is still sloshing around in whatever shit you poured into it the night before. The old shower in a can trick never works, never will, but we keep trying to do it and lying to ourselves so we can cover up our stench <laughs> by just putting on some deodorant and cologne and brushing the teeth. You can't really ever cover up the stench of a loser. You can mask it for about an hour or so at the most. <laughs> but the real deal will make itself known in no time. The real Stank will come out in no time. The smell of the alcohol soup you put in your body will overpower and undo all your prep work as soon as the alky sweats start happening. And once it starts oozing through your pores and mixing uh, with whatever fragrance you decided to douse off with, you're going to smell like one of the trashiest strip clubs in the most disgusting areas of Arkansas that you can possibly imagine. I've been to some deep redneck Arkansas strip clubs before, and it's as it's as fucked up as you can imagine. Now think of how bad your bo is on a drunken morning, and multiply that by fifty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I remember that strip club. Oh my god, it was gross. You're not supposed to notice the string hanging out from the thong, if you get what I'm saying. Everyone you come in in contact with will know either you went out last night and drank too much, or you're trying to cover it up, and you're trying to cover it up, or that you, you know, that you do work at a strip club for extra money, or you frequent strip clubs at an unhealthy amount of, uh, or at an unhealthy pace. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with that thought. Anyway, but the whole masking thing, what you're doing is as old as, t- <laughs> as, old as time itself, and it doesn't work unless your uh, colleagues are as naive as you are. So nix the, uh, the sink bath and go for the shower instead. It's not foolproof, and it rarely works, but at least you're getting the crack whore-type film off the top layer of your skin, if you know where I'm coming from. Oh, shit. Well, I just almost made a mess. Mm, you know that? It's like you, when you bathe after one of those nights, 
it's almost like you're, you're there's a whole layer of funk on your body you're getting rid of. Don't go for the shower in the can. Go for the absolute. Go for the fucking real showers. What I'm getting at. And, and unless you're eating Tic Tacs like candy or chewing gum like a cheap slut or drinking mouthwash like you're some kind of dehydrated mutant, the remains of last night's party is still going to come out in your breath. That's something nobody seems to remember the next morning. Most people have shit breath anyway, from swilling coffee and snacking on whatever healthy unhealthy garbage you shove in your face the next morning to try to sober up and trying to maintain the appearance of being somewhat together that that morning. But when you come to work and your breath smells like you just went down on a murdered hooker, then it's uh, it's a dead giveaway you went out last night for way too long and are not very good at being hungover. Unless, of course, you did just go down on a murdered hooker, then uh, there's a whole new level of problems that you, uh, that's heading your way that you need to deal with. Also, when you opt for skipping the shower, you get those weird butt crack sweats. At least I do. You get that extra sweaty butt crack, and for whatever reason, it feels like you didn't quite wipe your ass good enough when you took that alcohol-fueled greasy shit earlier that next morning. And it feels like you're smearing something that's not quite solid and not quite liquid. When you walk, and it's like you're just smearing around your butt crap. <laughs> Crack. <laughs> it kind of leans toward a, a jello-type substance slipping up and around, up and down in your ass crack. You know, anybody ever get that? Do you? I get it. It's gross. The greasy butt crack juice. Mmm. Fucking horrible feeling. I don't know what is what is that the that butt crack juice slash jello slosh. I don't know why this happens, but to some of us it does, and it's very disturbing. I guess it's a mixture of your already sweaty ass along with the sweat that's dripping down your back and your ass crack, therefore making it feel more lubricated than it should. It's a little fucked up, isn't it? I'm sorry if you just ate. Also, wash your hands. Wash your hands with soap often. Even, even if you don't need to wash your hands, or you, or you hadn't used the restroom, just pop in there, give them a wash. Not, not fucking rinse, you lazy idiot. Like a good soapy wash. If you're one of those filthy fuckers and have something against soap then drench them in hand sanitizer or something wash your hands often even if you feel you don't need to sanitize your filth will slide off onto someone else's hand if you go to meet someone someone new and they expect a manly handshake when you go to handshake somebody if you got the alky sweats it just it, it's it's like you're grabbing a fat wet pussy It leaves this film and a slight stench of vomit and asshole. So clean your hands regularly. Regularly. <laughs> regularly. If you're hungover. Bad hungover. People often forget when you get the alky sweats that that shit comes out on your hands pretty bad. So wash them regularly. And or use sanitizer. I say use both. 
wipe and uh, wipe them off often, wash them often, because it's, it's gross. It's really gross. And uh, let's see. So far, I've been talking about just the uncomfortable and unhygienic aspect of being hungover or still drunk from the night before. But let me dive into an actual performance you're going to add to your already stinky, smelly day. <clears throat> you're going to stink, but do your best to cover it up. So when you get your stank ass to work, you're not going to be worth a shit. You think you might be on your game, but you won't be. You'll be tired and still have your brain sloshing around in whatever swill you were trying to destroy yourself with the night before. You'll be zoning out, forgetting shit you said, or uh, forgetting replying to emails, or returning phone calls, and so on and so forth. You're just going to be an all-around pain in the ass for everyone else you work with. People will get tired of your dumb ass real quick. And rightly so, because you still haven't answered the question or replied to that email they asked for two hours ago. They might remind you or ask for it again, and that's where it starts pissing people off. The next thing they ask for will probably be followed by, um, and can you get it today, you fucking lush? Because you know why? They've gotten tired of your bullshit. In no time, they will just get tired of asking you for anything altogether because you are completely worthless and incompetent and they will use you as a scapegoat for all the delays and everything that's going to shit because after all you're the one fucking up the program by 9 30 or so everyone knows you're hungover and are being worthless smelly fucking you smell like a nasty pile of dried up dog shit no actually a nasty, smelly, sweaty pile of dog shit that they always knew you were. So they start <laughs> they start shifting all the blame for everything that's going wrong on you. And you deserve it. You deserve it because today you really suck at your job way more than usual. And your fellow co-workers have had enough of your drunk ass coming to work, smelling like half-dead asshole, and fucking everything up. And then shit really starts flowing downhill when you are the reason someone else is getting an earful of crap from some other piece of shit that's above them. So now your death is being planned in the break room. Everybody's talking behind your back, plotting on how to take care of you without getting their worth, your worthless stench all over them. I mean, you reek, <laughs> you probably reek of raped prison ass and failure. You can't do your job you already suck at. And everyone has stopped trying to wake you up by throwing shit at your worthless ass. The back of their head, they all hope that you have a car accident on your lunch break or have to spend the next few days bedridden just so you don't <laughs> just so you have a chance of drying out and hopefully quitting because of your <laughs> because you're an embarrassment. Because quitting or death is the only way to get rid of you because you are the boss's bitch. And for some reason, still have a job that allows you to pull this shit at least once a month. So unless you don't want everybody you work with to put a bounty on your head or have thoughts of murdering you while you're taking a nap in the bathroom, get your shit together. And don't be that drunken piece of shit that shows up to work after being a complete idiot the night before. No, because in the end, you being a fucking moron ends up ruining everyone else's day. 
And that makes you a selfish sack of shit. Get your crap together. Now, I've been on both sides of the spectrum. Being that piece of shit that goes out drinking the night before and working with the piece of shit that goes out drinking the night before. And I can honestly say I feel like a scumbag that I used to do that as often as I did back in my 20s. Now, every now and then is one thing. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes things go far. The party lasts a little too long. Sometimes you meet that girl at the bar. You go over to her place. You spend as much time and effort as you can trying to rope fucker because you have all that whiskey dick happening and it's just not going to work out. I get it. I've been there. It's happened to all of us. But if you're the jerk off that tries to pull that shit on a regular basis, then you have a problem you might want to look into. I mean it. And if you show up to work at least, you're making an attempt, right? That's what you feel like. At least I'm trying. I'm making an effort. And you are making an effort. You may suck at it and make more mistakes than you normally do when you show your ass up to work. And I'm not saying you deserve one ounce of praise or a good-for-you star on your paperwork or whatever you think you deserve. But at least you tried. Maybe. I don't know. Then again, that's what sick days are for. Stay your ass home, you ignorant fuck. Why make more of an asshole of yourself than you already do on a daily basis? Stay the fuck home. But when you start doing it often, you're just a jerk off. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you can't or shouldn't have a few drinks after... After work, uh, to unwind and relax, to keep the rage at a minimum. God knows that most of us need it, and we need to shut our brains down for a bit after work. I'm just suggesting that you should not go in full berserk mode, trash your liver, stay up until God knows when, spending way too much money, making yourself look like an asshole at some bar all night, hitting on chicks that are way out of your league, only to get a few hours of sleep and think everything's going to be fine the next day. Because it's not. It never works out like that. Or it rarely works out that Maybe once a year it might work out in your favor. But don't attempt it very often. And it's not as hard as you think. Use your head. And don't be a stupid ass. Here's a plan that worked for me in the past when I started getting into the habit of that dumb shit. And it's super simple, and it's probably not for everyone. When I started winding down with my drinking on the weekends, or weekdays, stick with beer. Beer? Beer, you say? Yes, beer. Beer has, for me anyway, and I would think for most people, has like a built-in shot, <laughs> shot clock. Um, meaning I get a good buzz and even when I'm a little drunk and then it just starts and, and then it just starts making me tired after a while. And that's when I know it's time to stop. That doesn't happen with Red Bull and vodka. Beer, especially if you don't drink light beer, well, light beer, after a few, I just start getting a headache. Regular beer, like an IPA or, or anything not light. I just start feeling bloated and just 
start winding down. It's like a built-in shot clock. Stick with beer. Red Bull and vodka, you're going to go all fucking night, all hours of the evening and morning. Pick up that chick. Have the whiskey dick. Try to rope fuck her a little bit. It ain't going to work. You're just going to be pack fucking. Just, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, if you're going to be drinking Red Bull and Black all night, why don't you just go ahead and add about three lines of Coke and have a heart attack while you're at it, dumbass. Fucking whoever came up with that, Red Bull and, and vodka. This is fucking just destroy yourself. And it tastes like shit. Who really likes that? Be a man if you're going to drink vodka. One of the rocks. Vodka tonic, something like that. Red Bull. Let's have candy and vodka. It's great. Candy, vodka, and crack. Not even crack. Candy, vodka, and cocaine. So we can be out of our minds for hours and hours at a time. And act like a complete douche. Or act like an adult and don't go out at all. Or act like an adult and have like a n one or two drinks and tell yourself to stop. I gotta go to work tomorrow. You know, you can still get laid without getting fucking trashed. <laughs> or whatever reason it is you're going out drinking like a fucking fool. Um, yeah, there's no reason to go out like a teenage girl who just snuck out of the house for the first time. Don't be that moron. But if you feel the need to do it, try switching to beer. Like I said, it has a, sw <laughs> a built-in shot clock. You either get bloated or a headache or just tired. And it tells you when to stop. And if you drink a lot of beer really fast, you get that little foam burp. You know that thing? That's another sign. Uh, please stop sending that shit my way is basically what your stomach's saying. Uh, give it a break, all right, pal? Let us process what we got down here. That's a whole lot of liquid. And uh, we're just, it's just not happening. <laughs> I don't know, I think I babbled a little bit on this episode too. Anyway, try that out and good luck with it. Just settle down a little bit. Settle down. Don't be that ass. Nobody likes that asshole. Show up to work smelling like a fucking goat ass. Idiot. So anyway, well... <laughs> While I was on the topic of drinking too much, did you guys see this thing a couple of weeks ago about this fucked up broad who claims that drinking her dog's piss uh, cured her acne? This was, this was back in June. But uh, basically this dumb bitch thinks it's a good idea to drink her dog's urine just as the title suggests, woman claims drinking her dog's urine cleared up her acne. The video shows this idiot drinking a cup of her dog's piss right from the tap and claiming she she ain't got zip face anymore because of this. Another completely idiotic claim she made is that drinking dog piss can help cure cancer. All this time it's been right in front of our face. The cure for cancer has been dog urine, drinking dog piss. What were we thinking? What were all those scientists for years and years and years thinking 
trying to come up with something else, and it's been right there for centuries. Just dog piss. It's all we need. <laughs> anyway, at one point, she says something like, Until I first drank my dog's pee, I was depressed, I was sad, and I had bad acne. Dog pee also has vitamin A in it, vitamin E in it, and has 10 grams of calcium. And it's also proven to help cure cancer. Now, that's not her voice, but someone with this train of thought should sound like that. I was depressed. I was sad. And I had bad acne. All this time, I've been medicating my depression with loads of alcohol and to put me in a happy place. All I needed was this, uh, was some dog piss all this time. Fuck what doctors say. I'm going with the whole, I'm going with this fucking nut job says. You idiot. You know what piss is? It's waste. It's waste. It's shit your body can't do anything with, you dumb fucking whore. Mm, it's just fucked up. I'm going to put a link on the website just so you can see this silly shit. She's probably one of those flat earther anti-vaxxer morons on top of it. Vaccines don't do anything. But dog piss will. Yeah, the Black Plague would have never happened if everyone just drank, drank a little dog piss every now and then. Fucking idiot. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to show, share that with you. Uh, if you want to read the story, you can go to dealingwithstupidity.com. I'm going to have a link to it on the episode page. Or uh, go to the New York Post. And the title is, Woman Claims Drinking Her Dog's Urine Cleared Up Her Acne from June 20th. You got to check it out if you hadn't heard about this or seen it though. Seen it all? Seen it all? Seen it? Whatever. Check it out. Um, before I forget, because I did, um, check out uh, the Just George Media podcast. Go over to their website, justgeorgemedia.com. Exactly like it sounds. Not hard to do. Uh, got a great podcast. <clears throat> Just George and Anna Nicole. Great people to listen to. Right up there with... Uh, not quite as awesome, awesome as I am. Maybe a little more put together than I am. But great podcast, great, great, great website, notebook, cookbook, blog. Check out the food they got on there. It's awesome. I think every Wednesday they have a, uh, a new survey or every other Wednesday. I don't know. I may be taking the same survey over and over and over. I just don't remember because I'm a fucking fool. Anyway, check out their website. Um, and their podcast. They're funny. They're great. I like them. So, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dealing with Stupidity. Please don't forget to rate and review on iTunes and wherever you rate and review podcasts. Um, like I always say, I know there's some people out there that need to hear this episode or would like to hear this episode, share this, share the podcast, not just this episode, but the whole podcast, uh, life lessons that'll help keep you from getting your face bashed in more or less. And I need more questions, people. I'm trying to do an episode or two of nothing but questions from my fellow listeners. So, uh, shoot me an email if you have 
any question, suggestion, comment, complaint, or insult. I like them all. Um, at dwstupidity at gmail.com or at dwstupidity on Twitter or the website dealingwithstupidity.com. Head over to the contact page. I can't believe I said that without slurring or tripping all over my fucking dumbass. Again, thank you for listening, everybody. Have a great week, and I will talk to you next week. I would like to say sooner, but why lie anymore? Anyway, thanks, guys. You guys have a great rest of the rest rest of the week. Enjoy your weekend. Bye, guys.